0: Okay, we're going to give a warning here. this class is for mature audiences only, but we have to understand that Rabbi Volby over here in chapter seven, letter two talks about how the Torah looks at sexual desire, especially for men. We have to use it and not abuse it. So he says a, a yeshiva boy had sent him a letter. <laughs> How do we relate to the most powerful desires after living? It's almost as powerful as the desire to eat. As we see from this week's Parsha, Yosef, it says he wanted to eat bread, which means he was inclined to sleep with his um, master's wife. Because it is an essential part of life. Hashem created a person to try to procreate. So how do we, is it considered love or loss, the sexual desire? How does the Torah look at this? Of course, Rav Volbis says, <laughs> says, It's a part of life, you can't just go thank God a trillion times, we're not Catholic. <laughs> because instead, the, instead of them actually, you know there was a billion dollar lawsuit against the nuns now, they also were abusing, sexual abusing, not only the priests, but the, it says, so it says it's something that you can't run away from. It's it's an integral part of life. But on the other hand, sometimes we say it's the Yitzhahara, it's satanic, what is it? Yeah. You have to go, you have to control it. So what is it? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? This sexual desire? How do we use it and not abuse it? Why is it sometimes considered good? The first mitzvah of the Torah, if you look, is to get married, right? Peru. That was the first when we count the six hundred third commandments chronologically, the first mitzvah God gave Adam and Eve, and then obviously Moshe gave the Jews historically from creation was to be fruitful and what? Multiply. So on one hand we refer to it as bad, on the other hand, It clearly has an integral part in the future of the world, right? Because no kids, no future. So he says we have to learn from the uh, teacher of the Arizal, the Ramak. Rabbi Moshe Cordovero. he says, gives us the most classical and deep Torah understanding of what, based on the Zohar and Kabbalah, how to deal with the sexual desire. And he says this is like a light of the sun, Without knowing this Ramak, you're in the darkness. It was created to be born, just to hear this. And he says in chapter 7, of his Sefer, that, He says, how do we emulate God? We know, I was just saying with my brother-in-law, we were learning the, Arizal's famous student, Shari Kedusha, but, we are here to emulate God, right? The highest manifestation of closeness between us and God is what? Obviously we have to know Torah and do the mitzvot, but even higher than that, is that we have to emulate God. Now God related to us through the ten sefirot. Keter. Or Chabad, Chochma Bin Adat. And then Chesed. Gevurah, Gevurah self-control. So the Ramak says, how does a Jew emulate God through the sphere, the spiritual world of Gevurah? mighty, to be mighty. What's a true mighty person? A person that has self-control. So he says something you should know, he says, He says, the Gate Sahara is based in Gevura. And the Yetzirah has nuclear power. He's very hot When he gets aroused, it's very difficult to contain him. It says, It says you shouldn't antagonize and use the Yetzirah because if you try to, you know what I mean? Antagonize him, and wake him up he becomes super powerful so he says why is a person created with two yetzers yetzer hatov the good desire and the bad desire the yetzer hatov is chesed kindness the yetzer hara is gevurah gevurah is the um, fact why? kindness is like you give, right? Geburah is kind of the opposite. You have to have self-control and not give, and control who you give to. So he says in the Zohar Bereshit, it says Sheyetzertov <speaking in Hebrew> Adam The Yetzer ishto. These words have to be engraved in every Jewish man's mind, heart, and soul. Because if he doesn't understand it, he's missed the purpose for his creation. He says, God has created the good inclination, which is based on chesed, for yourself, right? So it's for you to compel you to learn Torah. But why did God create the the Yetzahara? The sexual desire. You know why? For your wife. Which means that's why the biggest sin is to waste your seed, because you're abusing it. This Energy was not created for yourself It was created to give it as a gift mm-hmm. To your wife <inaudible> He says you should never use the Yitzhahara For yourself For self-indulgence So from here you see how bad anger is And everything like that Because anger, when you, when you get angry You just lose control And then you could murder people And murder yourself Cause yourself to have a heart attack Make very bad choices. Yeah, and it's it's, uh, there's a whole book. Maybe we should learn it once. It tells you all the bad consequences of anger, because it's like idol worship. So he says, whenever you use the yetsahara for self indulgence, to get drowned in the self nerve endings of your own pleasures, that's when you've abused it. But when you use the yetsahara for your wife and children. Then you've used, utilized its true purpose So he explains mm-hmm. He says The Yitzahara Sariq liyot kashur va asur He says it has to be turned on and off The Yitzahara Like a rope Where you sometimes You throw it out But sometimes He says He says you shouldn't use it for Self-indulgence you shouldn't love the act of sex just because it gives you pleasure. Or money just because it makes you, could give you, mm. pump up your pride and show off. Or not get angry over money. Or not to be a show off and be haughty, you know, kavod, like, oh, people are going to respect me now that I have the best car in town. But for your wife, very calmly, you're allowed to release it. You're allowed to arouse it. You're allowed to use it. For example, what? Like, for yourself, you shouldn't be too materialistic. But if it makes your wife look like it, when you look handsome, then you could buy a nice suit. Or to buy her. You understand that? It's a very deep idea. if, you, if if material if nice jewelry makes your wife happy, then it's a mitzvah. That's, you're actually bringing the shekhinah into your house. Because if your wife's happy, mm. happy, happy wife, happy wife, life. And the only gi- there's the deepest gift that only the husband can give his wife, which is the sexual gift. So if she's happy in bed, that's also a big mitzvah. That's one of the things we write in the ketubah, right? People don't know that. She'erata, kesuta unata. You have to give her clothing, a roof over her head, and... Intimacy So he says He says whenever you buy some nice couch or something Or nice clothing for your wife You, you should know since you're bringing Your wife is happy When your wife is happy you have Shalom bayt. And when you have Shalom bayt, Hashem's presence comes into the house You're causing God's The, the presence of God to become, to become complete However way, however way you make your wife happy By giving her nice clothing And a nice car And a nice respectable life What are you doing? Happy wife, happy life When, wife, when God sees your wife as happy And obviously happy for the right reasons Keeping Torah and sending your kids In the wrath of Torah Then when they're Shalabai Hashem also comes in the house you know sometimes you visit these houses the house might be worth 10 million, 20 million dollars but there's no you can see the the husband and wife don't even talk to each other don't even sleep in the same bedroom there's no shekhinah there so he says she'im mitameket it becomes sweetened right so it's an amazing thing you could turn something that's materialistic into holy if you use it for your wash. And it makes her happy. So he says you have to know that even the Yitzhahara you could serve Hashem with. Right? That's why Shema with your two hearts. Serve God with your good heart and your bad heart. Interesting. So it says, wow. So he says whenever... You desire something very materialistic. You, if this is something you, that makes your wife happy, not that you have to buy her the most expensive Rolls Royce, but right, we're talking about people that fear Hashem and know that here's just this world is just the hallway in front of the, yeah. you know, the next world. That's what it says Hashem, he says, So if you make it for your wife, right? So he says, Not that you go super above, even for your wife, you just, you only need to go buy a $10 million, you know, gold necklace. Yeah. But something that's respectable, noble, honorable, good taste, not overboard. This way, through your wife, you're able to take all of materialism and make it holy. And make, make it the service of God. So he says, Ravolbi says, He says, these words are very deep. They're Kabbalah. But it teaches us the inner DNA, spiritual DNA of how Hashem looks at the relationship of sex and the relationship between man and woman. Which is, let's get true about it, you know. It's something that Hashem wants us Torah says, the uh, Mishnah says, the most basic Jewish text says that you should already 18th be thinking about getting a wife. And even the Chafetz Chaim says by 25, if you're not... Even if you want to learn Torah first, so you know what to, how to respect your wife and how to run your life and children according to Torah, you don't have a permission after the year 25. So it says... So, what do we learn about the Yetzirah? Is sex satanic or holy? It says actually the Yetzirah is a holy, very holy creature, the holiest of holy. That's why, you know, on the sixth day it says God saw whatever He created was very good. He says, it says in the oral Torah, this is the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah is not just good, it's very good. So He says, He says, actually, only through the Yetzirah. We're able to merit to bring the shekhinah to our house. Right? We're going to get to the parshas in a month, actually, Jason. Where it says that the ultimate abode, the ultimate resting place for God's presence, is not in the synagogue because the synagogue we're here only a few hours a day, maximum. But the ultimate place for Hashem's presence is the home. Where a husband respects the wife and the wife respects the husband. And the glue that keeps them together is that good intimacy. You understand? And He says (laughs) So that's why God created it. If you use it to give pleasure to your wife, right? Not when she's a Nidav, right? In a kosher way of halacha. That's what the Zohar is saying. The Yitzahara was created for who? Your wife. Whatever love and gifts and earthly material goods you give to your wife. You understand? Buying her a nice car, nice dress, that makes her happy, because guess what? I want to tell you something. Women, it says in Kabbalah, whatever love that you invest into them, they give you back double. And they give the children love. So he says, that whatever you invest with holiness and purity, when the, Even the materialistic has to be in good Torah taste, right? Not like show-off. Nobody's saying to be show-off. But yeah. it's done in a noble, good-tasting, non-show-off way. Then this causes God's presence, because what did God want? God could have been alone. right? The Sefer Tanya says that the number one, you know what the power of the Torah is? The Torah is the only spiritual energy in the world that can make the mundane into holy. Shabbat, you eat the best food, but since you're eating it for Shabbat, it becomes what? Holy. Because we make... Animals also eat, but we say bracha before and after, it makes it what? A mitzvah and very holy. So this relationship of, of of intimacy and sex, when it's done, and that's why like Dennis Prager was actually saying, I heard this many years ago from him, he said, in the olden times, they used to say like, the husband is making love. But now they don't, they say... The word "sex" is actually very low. Yeah, because really, making love—it's—it's intimacy that causes. Because guess what? Through that intimacy, children are born, and God has to come into that bedroom and inject the soul, and that soul could be the soul of Mashiach, right? Which is the whole Savior of the world. You understand? So it's a holy act if it's done according to in purity and modesty. You understand? The child also comes out. Like, yeah, of a, course. If it's not nida. It enough, yeah. Yeah, of course. But if it's like an accident, the child is on. You know. It, yeah. No. Yeah. 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 You no know He said this is above and beyond um, our understanding how deep this stuff is. So I wrote in my footnotes here that. That's why the Yitzhara was created. That's why it's so important. Parenthetically, that in your women are very sensitive to anger, right? That Rabbi Twersky, which is one of your favorites, they asked him actually, what he thinks the number one thing for divorce was. He was, anger, a, and he was, anger. he was a professor in the Pittsburgh University of Pittsburgh, head of the psychiatric department, right. and a rabbi also. Right. He said that the thing that he saw the most that turned the women off and wanted them to leave the marriage was anger. anger. Because anger is yetzahara. You have to use that to make your wife happy. Which means discipline your kids. Not yeah. to, you know... Because that's you're in the wrong way. Because uh, it's about me. Why you didn't listen to me? Uh, so when you use anger for your own resources, and that's why... The, uh, it makes sense now. Why in, in a certain way, the worst sin possible is self-pleasure. When a person, like, wastes his seed and does stuff like that. Because... The reason God created this energy is to give it as a gift to your wife, not to waste it on the bed sheets. Not to waste it on yourself when you're wasting well it, when you're selfish and using it on yourself. And um, this reminds me of a beautiful story that says one time one of the greatest rabbis, which was which, uh, was the chief halachic authority after Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, the whole world, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Urbach, which was a good friend of, of Yosef. He was the head of all the halachic authority in the world. He, whenever he would come home, they would. him and his wife just had a perfect angelic relationship. They loved each other and respected each other. So he said whenever he would come to the mezuzah and come inside the house, he'd fix his tie. So they say usually people take off their tie, rip off their tie when they get home. He said, no, my house, I have so much shalom bayit and respect and love in it, I know God's presence there. So when I come in, it's like, like a... I'm coming into a very... So he says we're just going to end and then we're going to do part two next week, God willing. It's actually going to be Hanukkah. Right. So he says, and that's the whole difference. Is that not the difference between our Jews? We Jews, our main thing is a family, to build a family. And our love is selfless, not selfish lust. And that's the difference between Greek and the Jew. It's a difference it's a big difference. It's the, it's the difference between light and dark. So what, when how does it become evil, this sexual urge? Because when you use it for yourself, instead of using it for your wife, and you want to use it for self-pleasure, God forbid this is not for ourselves, it's not for our self-pleasure. you understand? That's why you not even have to look at other women. You know that. You are not even touch other women, according to Allah. Negia. Shomer Negia. So he says, when we use it for our selfish purposes, and we use women as toys, like my Rabbi, Harav Ben David said, for me, myself, and I, that's when we turn this into what? Something that's bad. Because it's not building children, it's not building a family, it's not building love, it's building selfish lust. And you're w- using women that are the whole source of blessing of the world as a toy for yourself. God says, "Don't." this is not a self-indulging toy. So He says, our mission, like you always say, you want to be the best servant of Hashem, our mission is to save this till we get married, this urge. When the time is ripe and right." And then use it for kindness. And that's such a unique and beautiful re- kindness. Because only you are allowed to, and have the ability to give that love. It's not only the sexual love, it's the relationship love. It's the honor, it's the respect, it's yeah. the connecting, it's the... And this is how the Shekhinah gets complete. And that this is the foundation of what makes the house holy. So not it's how you use it. You understand? Like everything in life, money also. Remember, we said the Baal Shem Tov says Sulam. If you use it to build yeshiva, to build orphanages, to going up the ladder, you're going up the ladder. So he says there's nothing disgusting about it, in in itself, the sexual desire. It's actually holy. Listen, without it, nobody would want to make kids, which is the there would be no future. And that's why what is the place that God engraves His name and we make a Brit, we make a treaty with Hashem and on, we don't even let the you become a month old, a year old, we engrave the Brit Milah into there. Because okay. it's te- te- teaching us, if you use it the right way, this is not, it's a holy thing. You understand? And that's what the Ramban says. What is the reason that we do Brit Milah? Because God wants us to remember in our most private and sacred, our private part, that is the source of all sexual desire, which is the most powerful desire after eating, that a, a person should be very deliberate and not use it for sin, only for what? Mitzvah. And what's the mitzvah? To use it only... For, for your wife And when you use it for your wife That brings such beautiful holiness And shalom And actually um, My rabbi was once saying He said his father Which was also a very prominent rabbi Would say a lot of times If you see husband and wife Are not getting along It's because their the yeah, Their intimacy is not going good And then everything else also falls apart yeah. And that's why a person needs It's good to have good kosher psychologists Or even kosher sex therapists Or a rabbi They could guide the people in the right way because it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's something that's the glue that keeps the home together. Hashem should help us to always use all of God's gifts to serve Him in the right way. Amen. Amen.